thank you for joining us on another Comics Pals review episode. Today we're here to tackle Modoc. Uh, this is the Hulu stop animation series uh, that features Modoc uh, in his kind of like coming out party debut. Uh, Modoc is not a character I would say is super popular, but he's kind of a fringe character. I think a lot of people kind of like him, um, but he hasn't had that moment yet. Um, I'm sure he's been on some other television show, like one of the various Avengers animated series Probably. at some point or another. Yeah. I feel like his but biggest this... media appearance aside from this is like Marvel versus Capcom 3, right? Yeah. Like... <laughs> yep. And when he was in that, I thought, okay, it's, it's MODOK time. Yeah. Uh, you're like, here oh, we shit. are. <laughs> he's about yeah. to get the bump. <laughs> Almost a decade later, and he's finally getting his TV show. This show was... Uh, announced originally a long time ago, uh, at least a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, and then there were the issues with, you know, Marvel television and that kind of folding. Um, but we finally got the show uh, with Patton Oswalt uh, playing Modoc. Um, and this seemed like a character he was really passionate about uh, uh, playing. Yeah, I think he um, co-wrote the first episode, too, or he might have just wrote the script. But I know he's also, like, one of the showrunners and, like, one of the producers and stuff. So I, I know he's been, like, very instrumental in getting it off the ground, I guess, because he just loves MODOK. <laughs> yeah, which is, hey, cool. I, mean, I know he's do. a comics geek, so it's not that surprising that he loves a fucking obscure-ass Marvel villain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, just before we start talking about the series, do want to let you guys know where you can find us all over the internet. We are, of course, the Comics Pals. We talk about these characters that you love and all the places you can find them. Every single Monday, our main show drops. We are doing news, reviews, and hard-hitting interviews. So come hang out with us for, for that. Uh, we also talk about industry news as well. So if you're into that stuff, listen to our main show. Leave us a like and a comment and a share. Follow this podcast wherever it is that you're listening to it. If that's YouTube, hit the subscribe button so that you can uh, support our show. All that's free to do, and it helps us out a lot more than they cost you. And if you want to write in, you can do so at thecomicspals at gmail.com. Let's talk about MODOK. So I like MODOK. MODOK is cool. Uh, I was hoping to see MODOK uh, make an appearance in a Captain America movie. I think that the character has just the right kind of malicious edge, but also humor to make it in the MCU. Uh, first of all, what do you guys think about the, the decision to make this a stop motion robot chicken family guy ask type of thing? Um. So I, I think it's an interesting choice for sure, but it's one that definitely vibed with me. Uh, I am a big fan of Robot Chicken, and I, I saw actually uh, Seth Green was a producer on this as well, so I wouldn't be surprised if there's some creative crossover between the two teams. Um, but I think I think with a character like Modoc, this is actually a pretty cool way to um, to like expose like give him a little bit more exposure and not necessarily get him over in the way that like an appearance in an MCU movie would be but i yeah. think the idea of a character as obscure and frankly as weird as modok right like he's a goofy looking guy making him happen on the on the big screen would take a lot of special effects i could see how you know, ex creator or whatever who's like i want to make a captain america movie with modok they're like ah all right maybe not Let's this wait. this feels like a fucking smart way to get him over 
because Modoc is a character who, you know, like you said, he's a fucking, I'd say like a C-lister at best, you know. Mm. Um, if you know him and you like him, that's cool. But how often have you had the opportunity to even be exposed to him? So to take something that is like very off the wall in a, you know, uh, stop motion, which there's really only one other like major show that has that style. It's a comedy. There's no other Marvel show or property right now that's a pure comedy, um, let alone like an adult comedy, right? Like it's 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 a little darker. It's like a little bit like, you know, it kind of feels like reminiscent of like the the notes that DC's hitting with like the Harley Quinn show right now, yeah. which I haven't seen, but I've heard a lot about and that that seems to be what, what it is really doing really well. Um, so I, I think like kind of all of those things coupled with, uh, uh, a comedian of Patton Oswalt's, you know, um, not just experience, but name recognition, right? Like he's a famous stand-up. He's a big voice actor. He's a name, you know, um, this show being Hulu's Modoc starring Patton Oswalt is probably the best elevator pitch you're ever going to get for that character in terms of like putting him on front street in a way that is like unique and not just another superhero show or, or, yeah. or an appearance on another superhero show, right? Like, so I think for all that, as much as it seems like a weird idea and it was one I really wasn't sure how it was going to play out, um, after just watching that first episode, um, I really liked it. And I, I thought it, it felt fresh and it felt like a good, a good idea. How about you, Kale? Yeah, I think the, the move for stop motion and animation is definitely the way to go for a character like this. Um, because I think, I mean, it would be very similar to a, to, to a Howard the Duck. I think it's one of those things that when you, when you, and we've talked about this on the show, you know, when you get to a point of saturation, you have to start experimenting with different flavors of what you like. Mm. And so now hopefully we're kind of starting to um, experiment with those flavors. Um, so I think like this makes a lot of sense. Unfortunately, it had to be this. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't have like a, I don't have a love for stop motion or the kind of like robot chicken style um, humor. Um, so this this isn't my flavor, um, but it seemed to be, it certainly seems competently made. And yeah, it, it, it got, it, there were a few moments of like, oh, that was funny. Um, I might not have laughed out loud, but it was, you know, good gags and stuff like that. I think Modoc lends himself really well uh, to that kind of like weird, offbeat humor yeah and for they, sure. they chose situations like for example modok being a dad right what the hell you know what was, like what i thought that was such a funny premise for him yeah it's it's it, on its face it's funny like this is you wouldn't even think about that i never thought about modok's home life and so the creative team behind this show really sat down and said okay well what are the ways that we can maximize on the weird factor with this character and do things that are offbeat enough to kind of tilt you 
to be leaning in towards laughing yeah. at what we're doing here. Yeah. Um, and that was smart. And and those those things, those moments definitely worked. I thought one of the funniest moments of the episode uh, for me, because we, we've only watched the first one so far, the whole thing's available. Um, that's the end of the first episode when his wife says she wants to get divorced. And she's just like, yeah, you know what? I think I want a divorce. And she walks away and he's like, you dare divorce Modoc? Like, <laughs> that got such a pop out of me. Um, and I, I think that like, there's a lot of good kind of like playing with, um, your knowledge as like a Marvel fan. Like when there's like the fucking whatever, I forget the name of the tech company that's like trying to buy out aim and they're like whining and dining Modoc and they go to like Fing Fang Foom's restaurant. Like, I forget what the name of it was, (laughs) but it was a pun and like Fing Fang Foom, like, or at least someone who looks like him is like the fucking waiter and like brings out a plate of like, you know, um, like squid and breathes fire on it. Like stupid shit like that, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I think it I think it hits all the right notes for this kind of comedy and like the the kind of beats that you want to hit while also like still really feeling like a Marvel property, you know? Like it doesn't yeah. feel like it's just doing the Marvel thing just because, oh, well, if we put Modoc's name on it, then it's Marvel and then like that's part of the machine. Like it feels like there's a real like um a care and a love for it. You know, uh, and that yeah. like, yeah, like we're making fun of it, but like we know it well enough to actually make fun of it, not just be like, well, comics, right? Yeah, and that's the best thing I can say about the show is that there's there was enough care and time put into it and creative drive to make so, like there's no reason to make this show. No, um, it's, not at all. <laughs> it's not like, OK, we really need to do something with Captain America. Like he's like, you know, we just, it's Captain America. We got to do something. Uh, no one cares about MODOK enough to where you just have to do this. Except so, Pat Oswalt, apparently. <laughs> I don't think the show even gets made if Pat Oswalt's not attached to it. Uh, so that's, those are the best things I can say about it. Um, is it something that I'm going to like watch beyond our recording this right now? No. Um, because it's just not for me. Kale, you said you watched the second episode. Um, did it do anything more for you? Because clearly you didn't care for the first one. Uh, it sets up a little bit more plot to push the season forward, which could be interesting. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, similar to you, like it, it, it didn't do a ton for me. Um, it's I, I feel like I, I had my moment where this style of humor really hit me um but it just it just doesn't work for me anymore um and similar to pete like i do really admire the the stop motion animation and the way you know see uh, seeing uh robot chicken from when i first saw it when i was you know 11 or whatever yeah. to now you know that's it, it, incredible uh but that's yeah. about the the novelty i got out of it really one one thing that I really uh, was kind of surprised by was all the different characters that weren't Modoc, like Iron Man. You know, yeah. Um, I was like, whoa, whoa, wait! I didn't, I didn't think we were gonna see Iron Man. You know, um, and then the Super Adaptoid, which is so random. 
I haven't thought about that character in years, and then here he is. And I love that, um, like, his whole bit is like, and then I come in, right? No. <laughs> You're the latter. <laughs> yeah, there were some good moments, and it's funny because, like, I, I laugh more just now you saying it than I did when I saw it. Mm. Um, but there there were fun bits and gimmicks. And again, if if you are into that style of uh, comedy, if that show, if that type of show works for you, you will enjoy this. I'm notoriously not a fan of comedies. I hate so, laughter. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny because um, going into this review, I was very interested to see how you guys would feel about it. Like, I, I kind of assumed that you two would be the most likely, like, iffy candidates for it. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I definitely think that you're right, Sean, that I think if, if this kind of show appeals to you, I think that there's something there for you. Um, mm. And I think, like, for me, you know, I was definitely uh, a, a real adult swim kid. So, like, I had a period where, like, I was very into Robot Chicken. I don't know when the last time I watched it was. It's like, you know, could have been easily five, six, seven years ago. Um, so I think coming back to this style, it kind of felt fresh to me again because that's really the only other um, comparison. And I I really like stop motion. Like, I, in general, I'm a big fan of animation. So the fact that this is, like, a big budget, like, you know, attached to a major IP stop motion show, I think is really cool on its mm. face. And I think if you appreciate that style at all, um, the show looks fucking amazing. Like, the there's, like, some action in it. Like, there's, like, a fight scene. And it's really well shot and really well edited. Um and I think, like, that alone is enough for me that I think, like, if you're a fan of animation and comedy, um, it's it's fresh. And that is, I think, enough to, to check it out. But I think on top of that, um, I think I thought the writing was really good. Like, the script of the first episode is, is tight. And there's a lot of – it's, like, very, like, rapid. There's a lot of jokes, um, which I think for some people can kind of be exhausting. But I think kind of the benefit of that, especially in animation, is that, like, some of them are physical jokes. Some of them are actually written jokes, you know. And, like, if one doesn't hit for you, there's, like, four or five more coming. So, like, one of them will probably get a, get a rise out of you, you know. Um, so, so I think for all that, like, you know, again, I've only watched the first episode. But I walked away feeling like, oh, wow, like, this, this was a lot better than I expected. And I, I'm eager to go back and, and finish the other nine that there are. I don't know that it's going to be, like... I'm going to rush to go watch it, you know, like this weekend and binge through the whole fucking thing. But um, I definitely am, am eager to to get through the rest of it and kind of formulate a more fleshed out opinion on it. Um, because, yeah, I mean, when you're talking about big IP holders and stuff like that, like they are so risk averse. The fact that this show exists is like, frankly, kind of insane. You know, like it's <laughs> like if you told me five, ten years ago that there was going to be a stop animation Modoc comedy, family comedy, no less, in the style of Robot Chicken starring Patton Oswalt, I probably would have been concerned for you. Um, so, yeah, the fact uh, that it, five years ago, that's probably when this was announced, actually. I mean, shit, it was a couple of years ago now. I remember they announced this and then Howard the Duck show and like one other really obscure yeah. character. I was a Hellcat. Maybe, yeah. I feel like yep. I remember um, Chelsea Lately was attached to it. Well, I think you're right. Whatever her real name is. Yeah, uh, Handler, I think. Yes, um, Chelsea Handler. And I think name. Kevin Smith was attached to maybe Howard the Duck or one of the other ones. But Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so I think the fact that this exists is like super cool and it's definitely for me. Um, so if you are like me and any of the things that I said like stand out to you, I would I would recommend you give it a shot. Um, I think it's definitely one of the most original, uh, I'm sorry, um, interesting original pieces of programming from Hulu as well, um, which is something that I think they've kind of struggled to find their voice in, so. Yeah, I I, I I would say I was a big fan of the first episode, and I'm I'm eager to ride the rest of the ride. Cool. Well, uh, that's gonna do it for our review of Modoc Hulu's Modoc episode one. If you enjoyed it, if you watched the rest of the show, and it's for you, that's awesome. Definitely write in and let us know your thoughts about this series. You can get us at the comicspals at gmail.com or wherever you're listening to this. There's a comment section. Throw your comment there. While you're thinking of us, make sure you hit that follow. Leave us a like. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Drop us a comment. Share the video with your friends. All those things are free to do, and they help us out a lot more than they cost you. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you guys next time. Take care. Make sure you subscribe, or I'll vaporize your arm. <laughs> see you next review.